The following is an exclusive presentation of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. It's time for BYU Women's Soccer, live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Deep cross, headed toward Freeman in! A goal by Elise Blake and the Cougars open up on top! This is Cougar Pre-Match Live. Coming up, we'll hear from head coach Jennifer Rockwood, and we'll get a look at today's starting lineups. Let's begin our coverage of BYU Women's Soccer and join your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU fans. Welcome into Cougar Pre-Match Live. Tonight, your seventh-ranked BYU Cougars are at Boozer Family Park in Manhattan, Kansas, to face the Kansas State Wildcats. My name is Jason Shepard, joined as always, always by former Cougar Avery Walker. BYU enters tonight's matchup undefeated at 7-0, coming off a 2-0 victory over the 14th-ranked Kansas Jayhawks just two nights ago in Lawrence. Elise Blake scored her team-high seventh goal, and Michaela Coulihan picked up her third of the season. Both goals came within the first three minutes of the second half. As soon as that second 45 started, BYU not wasting any time. Now for the Kansas State Wildcats, they've had a slow start to the season. Their record is 2-4-2. K-State coming off a 2-0 home win over Tulsa this past Sunday. Avery, the Cougars are coming off a very impressive win over a ranked team. They're getting freshman midfielder Jamie Shepard back tonight for serving a one-game suspension due to a red card on Monday. This team is on a roll, and even though they're facing a team with a losing record, I fully expect BYU to take this K-State team very seriously. Yeah, being in the team room with them this you know, this afternoon, coming over to the pitch, it was all about just stay focused, keep doing what you know you guys can do, and then also you know find the gaps that uh, this team's willing to give them. It's been... It's been really fun to watch BYU kind of cr- open the gaps on each team that they've played with, and, and every team's different, right? And so I, I don't think tonight will be any different. They'll find what um, K-State's willing to give them, and they'll exploit that. Yeah, BYU is on a roll right now, and you've been on this. When you're playing so well, it really, and this by no means is a slight to the opponent, but it, it's so much more about you guys and keeping up the high level of play. That's kind of the mindset BYU comes into this match with tonight because they are playing so well. Absolutely, and it's one of those things that Craig Manning, the mental strength coach at BYU, and now Maddie Sidaway, who um, handles a lot of that for the soccer team, really just tries to reiterate each game. It's it's about you and the, the things that your team can control, and it's not about any external factors. Coming up next, you will hear from BYU head coach Jennifer Rockwood. Cougar Pre-Match Live continues next from Manhattan, Kansas, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Pre-Match Live. It's time to get the scoop on today's match from head coach Jennifer Rockwood. Let's rejoin your host, Jason Shepard. Welcome back to Kansas State University. Jason Shepard, Avery Walker from Boozer Family Park in Manhattan, Kansas. I was being told uh, before this match tonight, Avery, that the certificate of occupancy is only a couple of weeks old at this at this park. This is gorgeous. Uh, this is a very new program. Here's a little fun fact for you. While BYU is celebrating 25 years of women's soccer, Kansas State has only had a program since 2014, and they only began playing in 2016. So this is a, a very new program, a very young program, and they have fantastic facilities here. And they're not even done. The locker rooms aren't done. There's still some uh, some other things that are going to be done in terms of, like, signage and whatnot. But the structure just opened a couple weeks ago. BYU is only the fifth team that's played here. Yeah, I think it's really important for, you know, big programs that are really established like BYU to, you know, make the trip out here and 
give a chance, uh, give Kansas State a chance to like bring in some some heavy hitting teams, so that way they can kind of you know grow the sport. That's right. It's now time for our pre-match interview with BYU head coach Jennifer Rockwood, brought to you by Zion's Bank. For banking that helps you tackle every financial challenge, Zion's Bank is for you. And I asked Coach Rockwood where she feels her team is at as it prepares for its third game of the week. We always talk about just progressing with each and every game, and and I this group has been able to do that. I think we've made improvements and we've uh, learned from each of the games, you know, coming off such a tough kind of more mental game against UVU and getting that result under, you know, tough circumstances um, and then coming out on the road against probably the best overall team we've played and just getting out to a great start and and playing well it's just you know it's fun to watch these guys they're 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 confident they're motivated they're working hard and um you know just now we just want to get better you know play better than we did last night i mean the the other night so tonight uh, is a is a big deal uh, as we continue to build and and get better and stronger when we started the week you knew you had the three you had uvu kansas and k-state overall how do you think the team has handled that now that we're at the, the third and final game of the week? Yeah, they've handled it really well. You know, we've, we, we've uh, talked a lot about the importance of recovery when uh, when we scheduled this as a staff. We felt that, you know, it wasn't maybe ideal, um, but we were capable. We, we pride ourselves on uh, the girls' fitness and how hard they work and um, and the recovery. And uh, I think they've managed it really well. I think they're excited to play. You know, after a game like Kansas, you know, you're excited to get back on the field and do it again. And, uh, you know, K-State has had a little bit of time off this last week, and we see that as an advantage for us, not a disadvantage, because we've been out, we've been playing, and, you know, we've been uh, in that speed of play, which sometimes when you're away from the game, it's hard to recreate that speed of play and those emotions during training. So, you know, we think it's an advantage for us uh, to to be out on the field tonight. They've been off Mm -hmm. since Sunday. They Mm -hmm. are coming off a win over Tulsa, Mm -hmm. but now, you know, they've had – a full week off and it it gets into that rest versus rust right. situation mm-hmm. so probably goes to what you're saying that you feel like yeah. since you've been able to play it's an advantage yeah and you know we don't have control over what they've done we just know what we've done and and move forward and look forward to the next competition and know that uh, you know it'll be a challenge they've they're used to playing great teams uh, in and out and so coming here is is not going to be any surprise to them um, uh, you know we hope to make them uncomfortable right from the beginning like we do all of our opponents and and we'll address this match just like we did the Kansas match it's the most important game of the season right now, and so we've got to be ready to roll. What is the scattering report on the Wildcats? You know, they play a similar formation. Uh, a lot of teams so far this year have played a 3-5-2. I think that's the flavor of choice this year, it seems. Um, and we've had a lot of success against that. So, uh, um, you know, they're a team that plays uh, the game. They try and play through their midfield, uh, not as much through their back as Kansas did. Uh, but they've got some certainly some great players and some great playmakers um, and are dangerous if they get in uh, close to the goal. So, you know, we'll just try and uh, make them uncomfortable, uh, find the gaps in the three back. Um, and, uh, you know, we've been working on a new formation as well, and so we might see that a little bit. Uh, we want to continue to uh, look at that and see how that can help us throughout uh, 90 minutes. After not having Jamie at Kansas, you get Jamie back. And, by the mm-hmm. way, probably deserve to, to talk about Ashton and what she did stepping in in that situation. Yeah. Team didn't miss a beat. No, Ashton was fantastic. And, and going in, knowing we didn't have Jamie, you know, you, you're – you're concerned about that, but at the same time, we were very confident in Ashton, and 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 she, you're right, she didn't miss a blink. She played so well, especially that first half where she just kept everything simple. You know, she was able 
defensively to be in the right places. And, uh, yeah, now we get Jamie back, and now Ashton has a ton of experience. And, you know, Ashton plays both spots for us. She plays the 10 and the 6. You know, Kayla's a little banged up, and uh, Ashton might be able to play up uh, in her spot a little bit. Um, and then we'll probably go with Cass tonight um, as well. Uh, Sabrina's a little banged up and got sick this weekend, and we have plenty of confidence in Cass. She's playing the best soccer of her career, and, um, you know, she won't miss a beat either. One of the things in prepping for this for this game I did not realize was how young this K-State program is. They only announced mm-hmm. it in 2014 and haven't mm-hmm. and started playing only in 2016. How did this this matchup, how did this come to be? Yeah, well, you know, we were our Kansas uh, game is a return trip mm-hmm. and uh, K-State obviously uh, in in the conference, a big conference and, and a great program even though they're younger, um, close by, so it just kind of was a natural fit. Um, and they're they're great. They're going to be coming back to Provo uh, down the road too, so we get a home and home out of it, but you know, yeah, they're one of the newer programs in the country, but, you know, they play in a conference that they have to, you know, step up yeah. and be ready to go right from the get-go, and they've been very competitive, and um, I know it's going to be a battle tonight for us. Well, the weather probably going to play a, a role. Mm-hmm. Was the, the game's already been moved up an hour, and yeah. I know weather's coming in, so should be a fun one. Let's, uh, let's try and get this one in and get a dub. Yeah, absolutely. We're excited about it. Thanks. What was that? That was head coach Jennifer Rockwood, and we were talking about the weather. Now, the game, as we just mentioned, was moved up an hour because there was some severe weather that was expected to come in. Earlier in the day, it appeared that the weather was inching its way up uh, by an hour at a time to the point where there was supposed to be some really bad weather now. That has not happened, and the bad weather is supposed to stay away until we are done. So fingers crossed, especially because we are outside, fingers crossed that the weather does stay away and we do not get one of those Midwest thunderstorms that can come across the plains. Yeah, that would be a really good thing if that didn't happen. So far, we're so good. It's just a little a little windy, that's all. It's a lot of windy. <laughs> when we come back, my chat with junior defender Josie Gwynn. This is Cougar Pre-Match Live, and you're listening to BYU Women's Soccer on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to hear from the Cougars themselves as we head back to the broadcast booth for our pre-match player interview. Here's Jason Shepard. Welcome back to Boozer Family Park at Kansas State University in Manhattan, Kansas. My name is Jason Shepard, joined by former Cougar Avery Walker. Tonight, your seventh-ranked BYU Cougars facing the K-State Wildcats. Now, three of BYU's four starting defenders are all seniors. The lone junior is Josie Gwynn. Now, the thing that stands out to me about Josie is how determined she is on the pitch. She will not allow anyone to get an inch on her. She is really fun to watch. Speaking of fun, I asked Josie just how much fun this team is having right now. We're having a blast. Everyone's coming to practice with a lot of energy. It's fun when you're winning, and it makes soccer more enjoyable. And We're just all great friends off the field anyway, so I think the reason why we're doing so well is because we're so connected off the field. So it's just been a... It's been a blast this year so far. Well, and that's what I was going to ask you. What's been the secret? And you talk about the the team chemistry. Isn't it amazing? Look, teams can win without having great team chemistry, but it does amplify everything when everybody gets along. Oh, 100%. I think it's like you hold people accountable on the field, but everyone knows there's an underlying love. That's why we're holding each other accountable. So then everyone wants to play their hardest for each other because we're all great friends. From an on-the-field perspective, what's working and we could probably spend the entire interview talking about all the things that are working for you guys right now as a player what do you feel is working best for this team 
I feel like we know what we're good at. We know we have fast forwards. We know that we have technical withdrawn forwards. We know that we have a solid back line. We, we just trust each other. And I think just playing simple and finding the easy balls and not making that ball that's like the winning ball across the field. It's just playing simple and then finding what's open. And that seems to be working really well for us. Well, and even from the back line, you guys are really pushing the ball up into the attacking area. It's been really fun to watch you guys execute as a team oh 100 percent. it's been fun because i played forward and outside in my entire life me and bing bing did the same also when we came to byu we got switched outside backs but this year has been really fun and all the years just because byu loves to get us up and now you even see Alyssa getting up into the yeah. attack and carrying the ball some so it's really fun to push that line and the other teams don't really know what to do because you have extra players coming at them that they're not ready for we saw Danica on Monday against UVU get the goal from like oh, 30 yeah. yards out. Are we going to see maybe an attempt from you possibly tonight from oh, 30? Oh, yeah. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. <laughs> Why not? Everything else is working right now. It might as well. So you guys had a really nice victory at Kansas. Now you take on Kansas State. A little bit different in terms of record and prestige, at least from a record standpoint, what do you guys know about Kansas State and what you'll face tonight? Well, we know that every team we face is going to be good and it's going to be a new challenge. So um, I think it's just going out there and f- getting a feel for the game once we step on the field and deciding how we're going to, well, we're just going to do our play our game, I think is the most important thing. We have our key factors and the way we want to start the game, the way we want to execute the game. So I think what we focus on more is our game. But then we're also aware of their speed and how they like to play through the middle. And so we've, we've gone over their team tactics, and I think we're ready for tonight. It's nothing new for opposing teams to get up to play BYU in general, let alone when you guys come in as the seventh-ranked team. You guys are used to that, though, right? Yeah, I think we've always usually had a target on our back in our conference, just every season I've been a part of BYU's program. But this year especially, we're getting everyone's best effort, and it's great. I said it earlier. Um it's a challenge. We love a challenge, and it makes us better players when our opponents are playing at their best, too. So, Coach Rockwood said that, uh, that she called you the beast <laughs> after the win at Kansas. And in fact, I didn't come up with the word beast. Mine was bulldog. You just have this bulldog mentality, uh, beast mode mentality when you're out there. How, how do you feel you're playing personally so far this year? Oh, I am, uh, I'm happy, but I'm not satisfied. I've set a lot of goals for myself this season, and I, I'm not, I've not reached them yet. I'm happy with the way I'm playing. I just need to keep focused and keep going and keep getting better every game. So. How are you dealing with the humidity, by the way? I'm sweating <laughs> a lot right now, <laughs> but it's good. <laughs> it, yeah, and it will feel even better uh, after a win tonight. Thanks, Josie. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah, thank you. That's Josie Gwynn earlier today, right after uh, the walkthrough, getting ready for tonight's matchup against the Kansas State Wildcats. She is a beast. She she is a bulldog. She is so much fun to watch. I know. She just hustles so hard. And, and honestly, I feel like in years past, we've talked a lot about Rachel Lyman just because she has such explosive speed coming yes. up the sideline. And Josie Gwynn wasn't necessarily like the, the topic of conversation. But this year, I just feel like she's just ready to kill. That was Josie Gwynn. When we come back, K-State head coach Mike DeBeanie. That's next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pre-Match Live, getting you ready for BYU women's soccer. For more pre-match coverage, here's Avery Walker and Jason Shepard. Welcome back to Cougar Pre-Match Live, coming to you from Boozer Family Park on the beautiful campus 
of Kansas State University. Cougars and Wildcats facing each other for the first time. The Wildcats are coached by Mike DeBini, who's in his fourth season in Manhattan. He's the only coach this program has ever seen. He was in charge of building this program from the ground up. You will hear that in our conversation when I caught up with Coach DeBini before tonight's match. Coach, you guys come in with a record of 2-4-2. Two, and two. I'm just curious, your overall thoughts on the way this season has began for you guys? You know, probably on the scoreboard, not the way we wanted it to begin. However, we've been uh, competing in every match. Um, some games I felt like we got let get away. Um, but that's part of the, you know, being a brand new program and starting to build from scratch and trying to get those kinks out of the way and learning a lot about ourselves. That's one of the things I wanted to ask you about. You, this is your fourth season, but you're the only coach that this program has had. How, how difficult of a task has this been to start a program from scratch? Absolutely a challenge. Um, you know, we're third year in the Big 12, and, um, it, you know, when you're starting a program from scratch, especially in a, a Power 5 program, it's extremely difficult and challenging, you know, because uh, just, just yet alone the, the aspect of players verbally committing their freshman year, that makes it difficult. So you're still playing catch-up, and, you know, we're waiting for our first freshman class, which is coming in next year. But, um, you know, I think spirited, we're working hard, we're doing the right things to stay competitive. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of work to be done still. And, uh, you know, they're getting it done, but it's, it's taking a little bit longer. I realize this is on radio, so people aren't able to see what I'm talking about. But when I tell you that Boozer Family Park is unbelievable, this place is fantastic. BYU is only, I guess, the, the fifth team that's ever played here at Boozer Family Park. Your facilities here are fantastic. Yeah, we're blessed and we're grateful. And, you know, we have such a great fan support and donor support. And it's it's unreal. And it's, and it's not complete, too. So what you're seeing is, you know, there's still some areas, you know, with some signage and fencing that's going to be done here in the near future and the inside still. But... Uh, we're blessed. You guys are coming off of a win over Tulsa on Sunday. Has the break been nice? Do you, do you like having the extra couple of days to prepare, or would you would you rather not have had that much time in between games? To be honest, we'll find out. It's, it's one of those, like, we haven't had this much break yet. So, um, you know, we're resting some players today that are key for us because they're, you know, they got some nagging injuries, but, um, you know, we are also looking to see if some players can step up today as we get into the Big 12 for next week. So this is a great match against an unbelievable team, and we're just going to see what we can do. What is your impression of BYU coming in at number 7? Probably the best team we've played so far in our schedule, just from film and watching video. Um, High-tempo high offense, very balanced all across. The back line stout, um, you know, athletic. Uh, I mean, they, they, can, they can throw different things at you. So it's going to be... It's going to be a tough one, um, but uh, you know we're excited for the for the opportunity to play them. Thanks for taking a few minutes. Let's uh, keep our fingers crossed the weather holds. Thanks. Yes, yes, I agree. Thank you to Kansas State head coach Mike DeBeanie for taking a few minutes before tonight's match. It's time now for Wilner and O'Reilly's Laws of the Game feature, brought to you by Wilner and O'Reilly Immigration Solutions in Utah and abroad. Visit them online at wilneroreilly.com. We are asking you this question. What is the fewest number of players required to start and finish a game? That answer is coming up next as well as starting lineups and the opening kick. This is Cougar Pre-Match Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pre-Match Live, getting you ready for BYU women's soccer. For more pre-match coverage, here's Avery Walker and Jason Shepard. 
Welcome back to Kansas State University in Manhattan, Kansas. Number seven, BYU, taking on the Kansas State Wildcats. Before we get to tonight's starting lineup, let's answer tonight's question in Wilner and O'Reilly's Laws of the Game segment. Our question tonight is, what is the fewest number of players required to start and finish a game? The answer, the game shall be played. This, again, is according to the NCAA rulebook. The game shall be played by two teams of 11 players each, one of whom shall be the goalkeeper. In addition, not fewer than seven players are required to start and finish a game. So the answer is seven. And that's Laws of the Game, brought to you by Wilner and O'Reilly. And this is BYU Women's Soccer on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.